Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the Unrelenting Pursuit podcast, where we invite you to join us at our table as we discuss ways to grow and develop in marriage. Yeah, guys, come along with us. We are committed to laughing, sharing, and getting very, very real. Hey guys, welcome to episode seven of season three. We're excited to have you. Yep. Want to do a quick shout out uh, for a new review. It says, so grateful for this real and authentic couple sharing their journey, their laughter and advice as a breath of fresh air. So thank yeah. you for that review. We just ask you if you have a moment to do that. That really helps others to find us, which is what it's all about. So thanks for joining us today. They must have found the one that, um, that I laughed a lot at. I can't remember which one it was. Or you laughed at me. I don't know what you're talking about. You just read that review and she, they were like, I love the laughter. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. I always find something to laugh at every episode. I know. <laughs> so what are we talking about today? <clears throat> I thought of talk. I thought of coming um, up with, or I can't, well, I can't even speak right now. God <laughs> bless. <laughs> Maybe the it's Lord is trying to gone. teach you to be patient. Yeah. Oh, we've been gone two weeks or whatever it was. Like, yeah, I wanted to talk about patience. Which is not a super fun topic Mm -mm. because who really wants, I mean, people say like, okay, just let me pray for patience. Oh yeah. Lord, please give me patience. (laughs) But you never want to pray for patience. (laughs) The Lord will give you an opportunity to be patient. But I do think like it, this is just a, an area that, especially now, I think in our culture, we are, we're just like a now culture, you mm-hmm. know, in every aspect of our life, we want like the food Do now. Do you think the microwave, invention of the microwave started the now culture? I don't know. I mean, because like, think <laughs> about all it. the things, so it's like, the microwave well, that you think. Well, no, like the invention of the microwave. So like before that, you What about to- the telephone? No, I mean, because you still dialed and just No, but it's still instant communication. I mean, there used to be a time where communication was... Yeah, but I'm saying, like, you you used to have to heat up your food in the oven. You know there are a lot of people who have gone back to doing that and are not using microwaves. Because of the radiation. Yeah, I mean, there's all sorts of things. So I'm just saying, I mean... I mean, I'm already ruined. Yeah, you're already (laughs) ruined. It doesn't matter. There's no doubt. (laughs) No, but, you know, like the microwave... Like that one, <laughs> that commercial that Gage and I laugh at where it has the the little guys singing the final countdown and the microwave is like three, because <laughs> you're just waiting for it to finish. You guys are the only ones that laugh at that obnoxious That commercial was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, no, I I do think regardless of whether it was the microwave or I'm anything just saying, else. As, as you can make an argument that the microwave started okay. the now. I'm going to let you just do a post about that and you can do, you know, votes as to what started this. I mean, really, we've always wanted, I'm sure, from the beginning of time to do things as quickly as possible. But technology and everything else has has really enabled us to be a definite now generation for Mm -hmm. sure more than ever before. I mean, if you think about it, you and I did not have cell phones at all. During high school. I know. For those of you that don't we, know, we did have color television. Yeah. We did have we a had friend someone ask. say that. Like, <laughs> you had color television? I was like. We ain't that old. Are you joking? <laughs> um, we had, yeah, no phone. I remember I got my own line in my room. Telephone And that, line. Was, that was big dog. Big that was big dog. Exactly. Like, nobody ever gave own, me. Own phone number. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> 
that that's intense right there. I mean, yeah. And then I, I mean, just to age us even more, we used uh. to communicate you and I when we were dating via a pager. Yeah, we would leave. Well, we would leave yeah, voice messages. Yeah, we'd leave voice messages on the pager yeah. and call and listen to the voice. <laughs> we were like scamming the system because <laughs> we weren't paying. We long weren't paying. <laughs> So this is neither here nor there from oh my the now culture. But yeah. clearly, like, we have seen this process of more and more and more. We are in a constant state of information and ah, processing yeah. information. You have, a, you have a small computer in your pocket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, for sure. If there's but. news, you hear it now. You oh. know, it's just, anyways, patience. So... Yeah. How do you feel like God is testing your patience in this season? <laughs> Teenagers? Mm. No. Um, I mean, I, I like that's a classic answer. You know, I think. God oh, testing your patience. Kids, I don't know if that's the right wording, kids. but just in general, how your, yeah. your patience. Um, mm, that's a good question. Why? Thank you. <laughs> Brad was wishing yeah. that I gave him a list of whatever was in my head beforehand. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I mean, there's so much. There really is so much uh, that I, when I step back, I'm literally just have to. I literally tell myself, like, mm-hmm. just be patient. Yeah. You know, I mean, I pray about everything in my life as trivial as something may be or you know something huge and then I just have to sit back and be like just be patient right not saying that all my prayer well I think all your prayers get answered just maybe not the way you it could be want no them. Yeah, yeah it could be no so <laughs> it's gonna get answered but I mean um yeah I I'm just trying to think like so many things like helping people too like and then you're you want to sometimes you talk to someone like I've talked to guys before and then it's like the same thing happens again and um instead of wanting to like slap them like what do you think was going to happen you know being patient with them mm-hmm. and understanding that we all were there at some point mm-hmm. where you know, someone can tell you the same thing over and over again and you just don't get it fully. And, and God then, is like so patient with us yeah. in those seasons. And too. then you have this epiphany and you're like, yeah, this, you know, mm-hmm. I can do this. Um, the reason I came up with, so it's like a twofold uh, thing topic today. It was, but patience is the For big one. For those of you that can't see, Brad's doing a little hand wave on both <laughs> sides of the microphone. Like a, like a robot. <laughs> like a balancing. Like he it's always too, points out when I do things that... Oh, no, I talk do. with my hands. You know that. <laughs> yes. it, anyone that I've, I've like taught a lot of classes and a lot of stuff, like people are always saying, I talk with my hands. I do. I can't help it. Um, it's not distracting, though. I think it adds to... It adds, baby. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so the reason I even thought about this is we just came back from an amazing trip that mm-hmm. we had, um, and we went to Minnesota to visit Lisa's family, and then we had the opportunity to um, go hunting. And, you know, me, I mean, if you've followed this, you know, podcast at all, you know, like I'm big into archery, and so I wanted to go bow hunting while I was there. And so we did. I took the kids a few times. I don't think they had the patience like I did. 
I think they kind of do. I mean, they were hardcore for a few days, but they were, and it wears on you. Um, But I just kept like, I think I took like one whole day off. Mm -hmm. And then I think I took one evening off. And even in that, it was like, I know know this is the day. This is the day. (laughs) Like my daughter would say, you know, they're just prancing around where you were at today. Anyway, so whether you agree with hunting or not. um, Sorry, grandma. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) My grandma is not. So I'm sitting there and, you know, it's not West Coast hunting. It's or West Coast. It's not Western hunting. It's Minnesota. You, you you know, stand in a tree, sit in a blind, sit in the brush, whatever it is. So you, you sit a lot and you have to be quiet and patient and not distracted and, you know, all these things and hours sitting there hours. I think I would sit like, this does not sound like my idea of a good time. <laughs> I think I would sit like four to five hours, mm-hmm. maybe six one day in the morning. And then I go back in the evening and do the same thing. Um, but anyway, it, so I was not successful at all. That was your grandma praying, I bet I you. was. My Whoa. grandma was like, he's in Minnesota right now trying to hunt? No. Uh, <laughs> probably my Fervent mom, too. prayers of a righteous man, a man with much. My mom, too. She's <laughs> yeah. probably doing the same thing. Uh, so anyway, I wasn't successful, but it hit me like halfway through, not the patience part, because that was hitting me like every day. It was mm-hmm. like, right, just chill. You know, don't move, don't move, be patient, be patient. Um, and I would actually do my devotionals in the morning, like on my phone, and then I'd zone out staring at a tree. I don't know. You know, it's just <laughs> like, ugh. So anyway, I know it sounds so much fun. Um, so I'm sitting there and this happened a couple times I'm sitting there and all of a sudden I'm like, I hear a little something and I look up and probably like 80 yards down the road, there's three deer and they're they're walking to me and I'm like, Oh yeah, this has finally happened. I didn't camouflage myself good enough because they saw me right away, but they looked at me and didn't know what I was and I was trying to move and then I spook them off. Um, so I, I just wasn't ready you know, and so I was very patient. I just wasn't ready. But the most um, frustrating one. There's got to be a lesson in that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's mm-hmm. why I thought about this whole thing. But the most frustrating one is um, a new area I got to hunt. And it was like, you know, like deer everywhere. It was like deer metropolis, right? <laughs> like in this area. Like, okay, okay. I mean, this is this is their spot. They hang out here all day. Everything's cool. This is where the rich deer live. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They fat and happy. They ain't never leaving. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, this is, and also I want to say this is the first time I'd ever gone deer hunting, and um, I was on my own. You know, I kind of had people telling me little secrets, but I was basically on my own. So anyway, I found this good spot. And I went in the brush, like I didn't have any tree stands or anything. I just went in the brush, maybe, I don't know, 10 yards in the brush. And there was like a little field right there, 10 yards away from me outside the brush line. And I'm sitting there and I'd already done my devotions. I'd been kind of like just, you know, wondering um, in my head, just thinking about different things. And I'd hear a noise, probably a squirrel. And I'm like, oh you know, nothing. And then I kind of got lulled into like, nothing's happening. 
you know, and then again, a doe, a big doe, like I'm well, 10 yards away from me. That's how close. And she was like, just kind of sniffing the ground. And I went to like move. And of course she spotted movement cause that's, you know, and so she froze and st- stared at me and I was like, just looking down, like thinking maybe if I don't, don't make stare, eye contact. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't make <laughs> eye contact. Like it could feel it. Don't do it. And so I'm just kind of like staring and like, you know, waiting. And then she ignored me. Then I moved again. And then anyway, she left, you know, it was unsuccessful. And so what hit me at that point was I was being like super patient. I really was. But then I started distracting myself um, with either my phone or texting you or texting gay, you know, gauge or whatever, like texting people and, you know, Hey, I'm in the brush waiting for, you know, whatever. Impatiently being patient. You know, <clears throat> yeah. Like almost, to right? yeah. yeah. And then I would put my phone away and then again, I'd be like solely concentrated on that. And then my mind would start to wander again. And then the opportunity was there. And if I was paying attention, I would have seen that deer coming, mm-hmm. but I wasn't even paying attention yeah. until she got to where I would have been able to shoot like a lane, but I would have seen her through the brush if I was paying attention. I wasn't. And so I was being super patient, but I wasn't ready for the opportunity, you know, mm. to come. And so I just was like, man, I feel that that is. 100 percent um our walk with god Mm -hmm. i really do i was like man how many times have i been praying you know like i i you know when lisa and i pray before we leave like one thing i pray is that like jesus god speak through me um throughout the day you know let me be your mouthpiece, whatever it is. Like, can I help someone? Can I, you know, if I say something that doesn't even register to me, maybe it registers that, you know, just something, Mm -hmm. right. Being a representative. And I pray that all the time. And then I'm like, but am I ready for the opportunity? And am I really truly being patient in what the Lord wants us to do? Yeah. And so I just was like, it hit me. Again, I was super frustrated after that first. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it was just, Anyway, what hit me was like, we can be as patient as we can be, but still not be ready um, for the opportunity, the opportunity of whatever. I don't know what it is. I don't know what you're waiting on right now. Are you waiting? Like I, I was thinking about it, like our story, like how long, how patient were you? I'm not saying you didn't like have these raw prayers and, you know, arguing in your prayers, but how patient were you? And not knowing what was going to happen. And then, but you were ready, you know? Well, I mean, there's a verse and I love it so much. It's Exodus 14, 14, and it says, be still and the Lord will fight for you. So I think there's so many times and, you know, it sounds so, (laughs) it is always easy to look back and say you were patient. Uh, I, because I think, you know, afterwards when you know the end result, you can look back and see all the little moments of grace and how God took you through. And, and I would not have said I was necessarily patient, but that God had to teach me 
<laughs> patience. And he had to teach me to be still because I think what my natural instinct is to do is to, and I think this is you too in, in most circumstances is get in there and take care of business. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, you know, I knew as soon right. as I said business, yep. it's not going to go good for me. <laughs> 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 no, but I thought for a period of time that I had the ability to fix things on my own, yep. even though I said I was trusting God in it. Mm-hmm. I still took a lot of my own ownership. In, I think that's, in that. that I think is key where you said be still. Cause I think it's the same thing. Yeah, I think being patient and being still are the same thing. So, but I think you can be, you could say you're being patient, but you're not Mm -hmm. being still, you know? And so, and I think we've talked about this. That doesn't mean being apathetic. That doesn't mean just, no, not at all. Like for me and in being still, it meant like this constant process of surrendering and, and laying things before God, knowing Mm -hmm that he was fighting a battle that I could not fight on my own. Yeah. So I think that that's really huge. And I, and I think it's so good. You talking about just how we can be patient, 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 waiting on God, waiting on God, waiting on God. And, and we're just like, why don't I, why am I not hearing anything? Why, why am Mm -hmm. I just sitting here? Why am I, and, and not realizing how many opportunities that are constantly around us that we just don't pay attention to. And I think, that's so powerful. And I know in my own life, I know of some of my missed opportunities. Oh yeah. And those always haunt me because, Mm -hmm. you know, those little moments that you wonder like, should I go, should I go say something or do Mm -hmm. something? And you have that little, little nudge and you just Mm -hmm. like kind of brush it off. It's the same. Like I 100%, I can numerous times that that's happened. And, um, I, so like you, so I, I usually happens to me when I'm walking, um, like I've been traveling and I'm walking downtown or something like that, like, you know, back to hotel and I see like homeless dudes and I usually like try to go like not all the time, but every now and then I'm like, I feel this urgency and then I go, you know, buy him some stuff or whatever. And I never talk about that. Like, I think this is probably the first time that I've ever really said that because I hate, the you know you you see it on like social video, media like all the time where dudes and, yeah. like taking a video like take a video of me I'm gonna go give this homeless dude like two hundred dollars you know and then it, it just annoys me so much because it's like you're you got your praise there yeah, yeah. would you do that if the camera wasn't yeah. on you but anyway that urgency or like um, you know filling someone's car up with gas I think I can't remember I think I've done that when I was you know I think we've done that one time. Anyway, every now and then, if if you just are in tune, you just get this like urgency, and but a lot of times you can squash that. Yeah, or for me, it's usually like someone's name comes to my head. Yeah, or like I I think like, huh, I wonder how so and so just a suddenly just, just pops in your head. Yeah, and I have learned because of you know, as I have I've learned to be more obedient in those little mm. moments, how many times God has used those, those little moments to show me how to show someone else that, that he is mm. listening to them and can hear them and see them. But also it's so faith building for me. Absolutely. Because yeah. it's just like recognizing how God, he uses people. And that is amazing. Like mm-hmm. that God would, would allow us to be a part of the story that he's weaving is so powerful. Yeah. And, you know, I just think 
it is so faith building when you learn to be patient. And then when you get those little, little opportunities, those little opportunities to take them. And I, I guess I would rather like, I kind of got to that place of like, I'd rather look like a fool than, (laughs) than but I think that I, and this is where I was coming from my story this past, you know, (laughs) week. Yeah. (laughs) That was just crazy. Was I was, I was, you know, physically ready, uh, prepared and all that to do something, but then I wasn't paying attention. And so then, you know, I didn't have my opportunity. So I was patient, wasn't paying attention, didn't have my opportunity. And then I think the urges that we feel, it's almost the other way around where the opportunity's there. Um, you're not ignoring it, but you don't feel prepared mm. to help that Somebody person. preaching right? today. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. So I felt like you feel ill equipped to, yeah, to take hold of and the opportunity. I think that sometimes, um, like you said, just, just, you know, don't think too highly of yourself. Like you can, you know, you can make, make a fool of yourself, you know, I, you won't. But if you get that in your head, like, man, what's the worst thing that happened? Yeah. The worst thing that happened, like, man, I've been thinking about you today is, is everything okay? Everything's perfect. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? But I mean, I can tell you probably 19 out of 20 times if somebody's mm-hmm. in my mind that, you know, there's something going on. Yeah. Well, and you don't necessarily like, so God's going to prepare you or help you. Um, but sometimes it's literally just. I've texted my buddies like that. I don't see, you know, forever. Like, Hey, how's it going? Yeah. And then it's literally just, you know, like a story, Mm -hmm. like it's going good, but you know, and then just the story and it's just, Hey, there's someone else that you can vent to and cares. And then, um, I'll pray with them. And a lot of times, like, we are in the age of, I mean, I'll be honest, I'd rather get a text message mm-hmm. sometimes than a phone call. <laughs> like, I would. Yeah. And that's how it is for a lot of people. And a lot of people, guys, I know that's the same way. Like, I'd rather. And, um, you know, I've gotten away from the habit of just saying, like, oh, I'll pray for you. And then just praying. Yeah. You know, instead of, because sometimes you forget. You mm-hmm. have all the tensions in the mm-hmm. world to do that. You just forget doing it. But don't feel like you're unequipped. Yeah, or that something has to, like, you don't have to have all the scripture verses memorized. You don't have to be able to, you know, pray in King James Version. (laughs) You know, (laughs) it's it's just really going to God with the needs that are before you and being honest and knowing that he cares for us. And he wants us to do that. And that's powerful. And I know I don't want to miss opportunities. I don't want to be you know, thinking that I'm being patient Mm -hmm. and yet (laughs) things are just going by in my peripheral vision that I'm just not paying attention to. Cause I, I think that's the other thing is like so many times in times in my life when I think I'm being patient, Mm I, I'm being patient in a particular direction. Yeah. So it's like, Okay, it's almost God. maybe like be actively patient. Yeah, because <laughs> like you need to have your head on a swivel. Yeah. Be patient because yeah. I think for me so many times it's like, well, I'm being patient and I need God to answer this specific mm-hmm. thing in this specific way. And I'm going to patiently wait for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and God's are, yeah. God's are like, hey, hey, you know, <laughs> there's this. So, so many times he's working in ways that I 
I yeah. cannot fathom. They're yeah. not in my human understanding. And he's moving mountains over here to my mm-hmm. left. Mm-hmm. And I'm just picked straight ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and so many times I've seen that where, you know, all of a sudden I'm realizing that he has done all of these things and shifted things radically. And it really is not what I thought was going to be mm-hmm. the result that I wanted but something better, mm-hmm. um, something that usually involves me changing myself. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. It's just, yeah, you need to actively be patient. So not saying, you know, God, I'm, I'm waiting and here's the list of what I need you to mm-hmm. answer. I think it's tough too. Cause it's like, like you were saying earlier, you don't want to be apathetic, you know, yeah. but you want to be still. But I think it's, I think it yeah, is. We are like, saying a lot of things I know, that are kind of. <laughs> I know, but that's what I'm saying. I think it's tough, right? It is. But it's like, it's kind of like that, that um, little picture I showed you and it showed this guy and he was like in a field and he's, it's a little cartoon and he was like leaning on a shovel and he was, you know, and it said like, um, you've prayed for the hole and you're still praying for the hole. And you're waiting for God to make the hole mm-hmm. there, but he gave you the shovel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, so mm-hmm. do it. And I think that that's kind of along the same lines is like, um, I want to be still, I want to hear his voice. I want to know that I'm in his will and that I'm being patient and I'm not doing things just crazy. Um, but at the same time, I can't just, you know, sit there. And so I think there's a fine balance. Yeah. And also it's like, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's tough. And this thing hit me and it hit me in such a simple way of, I was praying. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, this, Mm -hmm. I wasn't praying for like this monster record breaking, like buck with these huge, no, I wanted to like have venison. I wanted to like come back and share it with my friends. And we already had ideas on like how we're going to cook this and cook that. So it was nothing about like this monster thing, you know, whatever. I'm still going back to blaming your grandma. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm going to have to talk to her. I think she did. So, <laughs> um, but I was just praying like, you know, I was praying out there. I'm like, you know, mm-hmm. God, please like have some, you know, I think I'm doing everything Right. And I mean, the man bought more dopey than oh you would imagine. I almost bought stock. He, like, like, listen, listen, listen. Okay, listen, there were things done listen, this past week. Listen, so there was an area that I was like, because I read like, hey, this calms the deer down and they think that other deer have been through there. So I'm like, it looked. It smelled like a an alley in a horrible city of just deer pee. <laughs> what is wrong with you? So just like like and every this is, this is the question every I have. deer if, if guys, in Minnesota yes, peed you, right there. If you guys know the answer to this question, whose job is it? <laughs> to extract this anyway from the animals and then bottle it up to sell it i just i don't know there's a market here i just so what i was saying is that i you know i was praying um that i'd be successful or that one of the kids you know aubrey or gage would be successful i was praying for that um and then uh, the first time we were leaving and we saw deer, so I was like, okay, well, we weren't patient enough. We need to like chill. 
And then I started doing that more. And then I had the opportunities, which I fully am like, you know, like where I thought they would be on these two different, three different opportunities I had, they did exactly what I thought they were going to do. But I wasn't ready. And so like, I was patient. I was doing, and so that's what I'm saying. It was just so simple to me because I was like, wow, how many times, um, and I got impatient during this. Like there was times like I got up and like would sneak around like, Sneak around. Yeah. I can just imagine Brad going through his <laughs> alley of dopey, like all sneaky. <laughs> like just in his anyway, so, <laughs> I'm telling you, it was a horrible smell. I was like, oh my gosh. It's <laughs> not right. Like, how many dough have been through here? <laughs> They were like, don't go there. That alley has been used. <laughs> That's don't what it was. There. They were like, no, not that way. It's horrible. Don't go. <laughs> Sorry. So anyway, it was just a simple thing that hit me where it was like, God was giving me opportunities. That's <laughs> still Listen. I'm trying listen, to transition okay? back. <laughs> listen. I'm all right. sorry, guys. All right. <laughs> Going back it to serious. Was. It was. I okay. have a, we're going back to serious, but then I have a really funny story your brother told me. Oh, because it was all this dough urine stuff. Anyway, it was just a simple thing that hit me where I was like, how many times I've been patient, I've been praying, I've been doing all these things, but I wasn't ready when yeah. it happened you know and so it's well, just something one that, of the fruits of the spirit is patience you know that yeah. as if you have chosen to follow jesus we do mm-hmm. we want to be patient you know yeah. and it's like but i i think you know you go through that list you know, of all the fruits of the spirit and it's just yeah. like patience is the one that really is mm-hmm. just well, all well of them. Think, self-control yeah. it's yeah. all there's, self-control goes listen, in all of it it's, all it's of stuff them. All of them but important. i mean this is an ongoing thing and i think yeah. it's something you know, who knows this, these lessons that God showed you in the middle of that, you know, mm-hmm. that that's something you take with you Oh yeah, in your life. I mean, yeah. that's, that's, and, and I will say this, like you going out there, being patient, sitting there, spreading dopey around, whatever, <laughs> like you would come home exhausted. Oh yeah. And you're just, you know, like being patient, like you're yeah. really not doing a yeah. whole lot of moving. It was mentally exhausting. But it's mentally exhausting. No. And, and I think recognizing that so many times when we are being patient, right? It, it does leave us kind of feeling depleted as we're kind of waiting, yeah. being patient, being still like it. So I would say like, since this is a marriage podcast, <laughs> how are you being patient in your marriage and what missed opportunities you have that you've had in your marriage, you know, to strengthen your marriage to, um, I mean, just strengthen your spouse, like all those things, or how, how long have you been praying for that, you know, thing and you're trying to be patient, you're trying to be patient and you're growing impatient. I would say just be ready, Mm. like be ready because there's gonna, it's going to happen. Be ready. So that's my, that's our challenge, our challenge for the week. Yeah. That's the challenge for the week. I like Do it. I have time for this one story? Because it made me laugh so hard. You're in charge here. Okay, check this out, everybody. <laughs> this is so funny. So um, I'm telling my brother-in-law about like, you know, and I'm afraid to tell them anything because I'm like, they do this all the time. So they're probably thinking like, you know, laughing at me. But anyway, I tell him, I was like, hey, I went out and like, 
I bought like dopey, you know, to spread out. And he's like, Oh yeah, that's good. And he goes, man, that stuff stinks. I'm like, I know it's horrible. You know, well, he's like, don't get it on you. It's like, you can't get it out. <laughs> and he said one time your dad, mm-hmm. um, he got it on his cell phone. <laughs> just don't even know how. Like his old, like, yeah, he, I guess he had like, you know, an older phone, yeah. right? He got it on his cell phone. And my brother-in-law was like, that thing stunk. He could not get it out. He couldn't clean Like he tried to clean it, couldn't clean it. And I was like, oh, it's horrible. He's like, he ended up getting a new phone. I was like, I'm sure. And he's like, but before he got a new phone, he's like, you know what I would do? And I'm like, what? He goes, I called him all the time. <laughs> So that he had to talk on that phone and smell the doughier. <laughs> that sounds like my brother. I know. It's so funny. Well, but. don't miss your opportunities. Stay patient. And I would just encourage you really quick. If you have not followed us yet, I would encourage you to do that both on our podcast and social media. And we look forward to connecting with you guys. All right, guys. See ya.